Oh no, it's a bird. No, I think it's a plane. No, wait, it's American, American Dreamers. Dreamers. <laughs> American Dreamers is out. Look at that. Our latest short film. If you don't know, if you haven't seen it, first of all, click off this episode right now and watch it. Literally go down it's in the link. The first link. Yeah, I go mean, press that now. If you're watching The Secrets, then... Hopefully. Yeah, you probably have already seen American Dreamers, I would guess, how many if you're watching The Secrets. How many times have you looked at the secrets of something Yeah. that you don't already know what it is? <laughs> yeah, you I really... mean, maybe not. Maybe you're like, what is this American Dreamers? Yeah. What's the secrets? Yeah, maybe, maybe you are just conspiracy. curious about the secrets. <laughs> it's like, they're like, what's this conspiracy? Thing? Oh, it's a short it's a comedy? <laughs> Someone oh. <laughs> comes in here thinking that it's like some deep secret about the United States. <laughs> no, it's a short film. So American Dreamers is a comedic short film. Now, there's a lot less pressure to talk about the film now. We were just on live TV. If you don't know that, the interview will also be linked below. All yeah. of the stuff and coverage on it. But we were just on a live interview um, with ABC 57 News in South Bend, um, which was pretty intense. And we're not going to, that's all I'm going to give you because we'll this isn't the that. secrets of the ABC 57 live, live news interview. Yeah. That's next <laughs> week, okay? But this week, we're talking about the secrets of American dreamers. Not the secrets of some other weird thing. The best thing. The American best thing. dreamers. American dreamers. <laughs> we're gonna be saying the we're going to be saying the title. American dreamers like fifty thousand yeah. times. So American dreamers. So yeah, American dreamers. <laughs> <laughs> but the story is Jake, played by Sam B. Sam Braidaway, is this young, super breathtaking <laughs> actor. <laughs> It's Sam, okay? You guys know Sam if you're a normal Suka podcast viewer. If you're not, you should subscribe. We post new episodes Saturday at 7 a.m. But Saturday it's not about the podcast right now. It's about American dreams. <laughs> and Jake basically is this young kid who works for his grandparents' farm. He's picking blueberries. He hates it. And he's ready to make this next step in his life, which is going to college. And he doesn't want to go to college. And what something that his grandparents do... And I'm a lot better at this, apparently, on live TV, giving this. Let's <laughs> kill it on live it. TV. We'll talk apparently about that Apparently, on the podcast, but... I'm just a little bit too jokey. I'm a little silly guy on the podcast, but I'm all business on live TV, okay? <laughs> That's my rep. <laughs> um, Jake, basically, your character, is just doesn't want to go to college. His grandparents give him this amount of money. It's really hard to relate to. Really? <laughs> they give him money every single year to go to college. And he's like, I don't want to go to college, but I still want that money. I want the American dream. I want to go live life and use this money. I want to kiss some ladies. That's the line in there. I just want to live the American dream. dream. Really? <laughs> if you've seen the movie, then you're like, oh my gosh, I've heard that line before. You're like, that's we. That's actually we actually came up with that. I just I said that in the movie. If you go back, <laughs> <laughs> he said that. Written by Mark Ring, but the yeah. Kiss Ladies part, that was me. Oh yeah, I love that line. That is actually a great addition by Luke Ring. And because this is the secrets, you get to know that American Dreamers didn't used to be this. And to finish up the final quick synopsis of the film, it's basically Sam teams up or Jake teams up with Tom and Daphne. Played Tom, played by Race Bedick. Daphne, played by Eleanor Conway, my girlfriend. And they are the other two that are basically Jake's trying to get them to go rob his own grandparents, to go rob this safe with a check inside. Cause he's like, this is mine. This money is mine. And you can't get the story any better than that. Straight from, I was going to say straight from the source, but straight well, from the weird, source of the sun. I guess, because where's the idea from, Luke? Well, the idea is a tricky one. American Dreamers is, so, it didn't, now, I, honestly think that the story I originally came up with 
will be done at some point yeah. and will be better. It's such a fun story because originally last, I think it was about last summer, Luke kind of came to me and goes, listen to this idea. I don't, it was not last summer. It was the beginning of this summer. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It wasn't For some reason, the summer's been really long. Apparently. Well, no, 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 no. You are right. The name American Dreamers. Yeah. But that wasn't this story. That was a long time. A yeah, long, yeah, yeah, long time yeah, yeah, ago. Yeah. American Dreamers would be this crazy, like, I don't even know. It was yeah. going to be like killing, action, yeah. murder. Every Like, <laughs> apparently that's, if you don't haven't seen A Vendetta's Dead or Sorrow's Grave, apparently I'm a little evil. Uh, <laughs> American Dreamers is a lot more lighthearted. Yeah, that, uh... Took the comedic route, but well, yeah, it originally started where it was like, that well, we won't even bring that up because yeah. that was so. Uh, the name American Dreamers has been in yeah, it's been, it's been in, in the, circulation uh, for a while now. It's been in my bag. I've just been waiting to bring that move out. <laughs> <laughs> it's been in there for a while. Been in the ba- idea bank, which my idea bank is massive. It's pretty big. <laughs> it's like a new idea every day gets thrown in there. One, well, yeah. like seventeen. <laughs> um, if some days will be like thirty, some days will be nothing, and Sam here is all of it. <laughs> um, so yeah, the name American Dreamers is always a thing, but the original story. And I think this would actually be a really great film for maybe even next year. Oh, oh, I'm going to give you that little tease, but I'm going to be careful. Oh, teased. Oh, teased. <laughs> okay, that's it. That was the tease. Um, but that would be more of an intense, and it deals with like someone. So it would be Sam's character. Again, Sam was going to play this role. Um, or probably by then it won't even. Yeah. Maybe it will be knowing where if Sam plays the actor route more, the producer because we don't know. We're trying not to make Sam the main character in every yeah, movie. Yeah, we, little... we can't just have me be Wes Anderson's Owen Wilson. Yeah, and Owen Wilson's only in a couple movies. Yeah, he's he's, not, there's and, a reason he's not in yeah. every movie. Um, but yeah, the American Dreamers' um, original idea was like, Sam's character goes to rob this house. Same idea. It goes to rob, like, not his grandparents, but they get to, like, they have to turn the power off or... They have this scene where I drew up this insane scene where they're turning off the power or they have to. And he convinces his bet like his whole time, this friend really doesn't want to do this. And it had a lot more of like playing on to um, Sam being like super like he's trying to convince his friend, like coaxing him into like, you need to do this. Come on, do it for me. Come on, we'll split the money. Come on. They've like been robbing a ton of houses before. And he convinces his friend to do this thing and he kills his, like his friend dies because of this. Like he goes to turn the power off and doesn't know how and he's super scared. And Sam's character's holding his dead friend in his arms and has to decide what to do in it. Like I wanted to end it with, and who knows, maybe you're getting an insane spoiler right now. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sorry. But he like writes these notes to all the people that he's robbed before giving them a certain amount of money, all like the money back to yeah. repay his friend's death. And it ends with him like at the gravesite visiting his friend. At the start of the movie, they're watching fireworks, drinking cream soda. And at the end, he's alone watching the sky, sitting on top of the car the same way, which would have been insanely yeah. powerful. That's where the idea started from. How did that develop into American Dreamers? The one we have now. So that was what I gave to my dad. And he, my dad, amazing writer, but he stays right here in the middle. Sam and I live above the high point of do it all, let's go crazy. He's a re- very realistic about, like even when I'm like, we went on the news, he's like, oh, that's awesome. Even if I was like, this movie bombed, he's like, ah, oh, that sucks. He never goes too high, never goes too low, which can really bug me sometimes because I'm like, what? How are you not we were about this. <laughs> Because I get so we get so excited about everything, but it gave him that, and he's like, "All right, 
I want to bring, he's really good about setting it in real places. Without him setting it in real places, we don't get local businesses. We don't get all this other stuff. Like that way is way more intense. Maybe better telling a story. Like it really is like, don't push your friends to do stuff. You could kill them more emotional. It was way more emotional. Yeah. Which I'm learning, I like to throw in a lot of emotional. Like, if you look at Sorrow's Grave is the most emotional, that was, like, me take... I don't know why it was so intense, but sorry about that again. <laughs> Sometimes, apparently, I just got Sometimes gotta, we want to put those emotions We just, on. like, milking those emotions. Yeah. <laughs> but he took it, and I was like, can you... Basically, the only... The original stuff is I wanted them to talk about an old movie. Jaws was there. That was mm-hmm. an original thing. Um, I can't even remember initially... Do you remember anything initially that we had before we gave it to him it was the robbery yeah it was the robbery and i think it was i think the, the two fr- the two friends dynamic was the same well, i think the, the friend maybe no. work no cuz originally you weren't even going to pick blueberries he threw okay. that in yeah and then cuz originally it was going to be the boat docks for race oh yeah 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 it was going to be pick you were going to work at a someone is going to work at a sandwich shop someone is going to work um either at a farm or doing something else. And then it morphed into like, where can we set this? Which is another thing. If you're making a short film, it's like, how can you set this in a real place? Yeah. Like, okay, we know Bert's, we know your grandparents farm. We know these places that we can really set it in to feel more real. But at the same time, part of me is like, for some reason when people die in a movie, it just makes it way, the stakes yeah. way higher, which you can't do it every time I get, but I Our still stakes like, aren't the world ending. Our stakes are yeah. someone dying. Yeah, because that is a lot of uh, bigger movies is just the world ending. Yeah, which is a horrible trope <laughs> that I hate. And yeah, when someone says the world's ending, I'm checked out. Yeah, that's so awful. But he took that kind of original idea and turned it into something amazing. I mean, I think that could have been amazing the other way. But if you look back at the first movie that we did together, which he was the writer again for Stu, that he didn't turn that. But that was a very that's the same. Like Stu and American Dreamers have the same feel. Yeah, like. They kind of feel like they would be in the same, like... World. They yeah. They could definitely be in the same. Yeah. Like, that character, Kevin, I mean, he couldn't probably play the same... Like, they're maybe, not acting the same. Maybe I am both those people. Kevin, I just changed my name. When he did, runs away, when the shoe's oh gone, gosh. that's you running back to the farm to go pick blueberries. It's like this insane connection. We're getting the Um, But now we're kind of touching on, like, the origin story yeah. of American Dreamers. Of Here's where this idea came and developed and was transformed into something that fits better in the comedy. That other movie was going to be like a thriller. Maybe not even thriller is the right thing, but it was like, I mean, I think it could have been pretty powerful to see. Like, Yeah. The original pitch you gave me was very like emotional, especially at the end. Like at one point you were like, I want him to be like at the beach and he's like, oh. just like crushed. Oh, cause it was going to be a, uh, there also was going to be was a gonna swimming. There was going to be a drowning, wasn't there? Yeah, because they talked about Jaws in the beginning. Yeah. And they talked about why that shark's not scary. And yeah. then he gets eaten by a shark later on. It's going to be a thing. <laughs> yeah, the beach. Now it's coming. Because do you remember when I first threw that at you? Now, Sam's the type of person that hears an idea and starts immediately thinking of, this is amazing. How can we make this better? How can we transform this? How can we get this done? Which is, I think there's a lot of positives, but also I yeah. feel like sometimes we bypass negatives which i obviously i love that (laughs) you'll take an idea and run with it um but when you first heard like those ideas does that type of movie draw you more than the movie that it came out i don't know because it's so hard 
that's a the American Dreamers is now a fully fledged like story and idea and, and it's way more doable. Yeah. Like the shark attack, that's hard. Like that would be difficult to do. But think of Vendetta's death. Yeah, that's true. Like it's you're taking such a massive like American Dreamers can live on its own and be a full film and feels real, but it feels like there's no risks. Yeah. Kind of. Which is like as a young filmmaker, it's like, how can you take risks? And not saying like, oh, we didn't, obviously we learned a ton, like learned, okay, we can learn, we can be on the front page of the paper and get yeah. an interview now. That's huge. Yeah. That's a huge, I don't care how many views the movie gets. That's huge. Yeah. I think with this movie, it definitely took s- huge strides in like every department, honestly. Oh yeah. And it feels way more reputable, like around people. Yeah. Like, oh, you were, like if you're on TV, no matter what you're saying or doing, it's just credible. Like yeah. way more people can be like, yeah, it's that's very like you feel like you have respect yeah. for what you're doing because it's not just you anymore talking about it, yeah. which is super cool. Um, but I don't want to steal Sear too into that world because I know we're going to talk about that and I don't want to talk about too much of the origin anymore. Yeah. Maybe even skip past this in the chapters or whatever. Yeah, whatever you want to do. But I kind of want to dive into what the pros and cons we found yeah. are in the movie and what we could have done better, you know? Yeah. So you directed, edited, and shot it, um, and I think you probably would want to talk about the directing the most. Am I right? Or yeah, I mean, as a filmmaker, I think I'm getting down being a cinematographer pretty well. Yeah. Now my biggest problem isn't making the shot look good, because I'm pretty confident I can make a shot look good. I mean, there's a ton of shots in the movie where I'm like, "Good lord, I'm garbage." but it's how I'm moving the camera. A lot of times it's locked on a tripod or it's moving on a tripod. I need to get to the place where it's the steady pan in. There was no pan. If all of your scenes where we're trying to see how you felt was here and moving in on you, oh my gosh, it could have been mild. People don't even realize you're... So like a basic pan in, we'll just keep basic basic language so everyone knows what it's like. Pan in. So we can, it's supposed to what you're, you want to feel like how the character's feeling. It's your story. It's Jake's story. Sometimes it didn't feel like it was Jake's story. A lot of time, like I talked to you in the diner, I'm a bad director because I didn't focus on your emotions more than races as Tom's. Like I just set up the wide shot, set up a close up, set up a close up. Do not do that. Coverage is not good. I believe that fully. Yeah, and you've said before that you think, or not even. Whoa, sorry, it was right. It was that. actually after we finished Dreamers. I told you I don't want to do coverage anymore. Yeah, you've you've kind of just or not. At, I don't know. Exactly. I think it was kind of during and after. You've kind of just been like, I want to shoot what I want to use, not have like options to choose from. Have what I know I'm going to use. Yeah, because I'll do that to you when we film. Like you're like, okay, let's get. I'm like Sam. I'm not even going to use that. Yeah, because I'm like starting to put it together. Which I need to, I mean, it's good to have access footage, but if you do access footage, your direction is kind of taken away. Like, I, as the editor and director, it's easy because I know, like, what, but, like, let's say Joe Schmo, whatever's editing. Or maybe Joe Schmo, the sec, what was the name of the John guy? John Smith. Maybe it's John Smith. <laughs> if you haven't seen last episode, that's... Isn't that just the, the medical place, name? The medical name yeah. for like you don't want to say their name or whatever. Um, is editing, and I have that wide shot. I have a close up on you and a close up of race. How in the world? Obviously, I'm gonna like be like, hey, I want you to f- focus in on him. 
but it does so much more if the first shot's like, okay, let's focus on these two are eating. Okay. I want it. We want to feel your emotion. We start here and we move in on you. And sorry about the audio. I got to be a very visual <laughs> talker to Sam today. Um, like getting a lot, like I bought the gimbal. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so embarrassed that I just don't know how to use it fully. Gimbals are very complicated. But just... that's like something I should be like when I'm sitting at home, it's like instead of like studying cinema and camera movement, it doesn't do me anything if I'm not going to move, actually do that. Like I know when I should be moving the camera, but if I'm avoiding movements, which creates emotion, movements yeah. all about how you, can you feel the emotion of the scene, if I'm not doing that, it's like, why in the world am I not doing what I'm studying? That's the whole idea of like yeah. going to film school, you're learning, and maybe you're doing some of it. If you're not at film school, it's up. there's no teacher telling me, yeah. Luke, you need to use the dolly today. Yeah. It's me being like, okay, I'm going to be, I'm, it's not even like an energy thing or I don't think like that either of like, okay, we're doing this scene. I'm going to set up the tripod and do a wide. It's kind of like when you're getting in the flow of it and like relying on the net, like just whatever instincts are. The whole idea is the emotion was not there. Basically. Yeah. With the like, camera movement. I mean, it was in certain shots and like the, one of my favorite shots is when it starts on the flagpole and does the, oh, I love the that. Pan. Yeah. Like, that was pretty creative movement, or sitting in front of the golf cart creates, like, a dynamic movement. Which, that's such a funny, if you know how that was done, it's such, like, a funny thing to this watch This is the it. secrets. Yeah. So, basically, during that, we, we had a golf cart, clearly, yeah. and so what Luke did was... Well, because so you got a different view, because tell yeah, me, tell me. Yeah, so basically, yeah. what was happening is, I'm holding Luke's leg, Race is holding Luke's leg. Oh, why are we holding your leg? Because you're entire body is and that was hanging 10 minutes out. before then we started driving they're just holding like <laughs> <laughs> but basically yeah you're just hanging out the front of the golf we might cart. have some video of it yeah i don't think oh we yeah because the video no, got yeah. bumped yeah which sucks because that was gonna be such a funny angle <laughs> but luke's hanging out the front of the golf cart and then the owner comes up to me and is like or us and he goes hey what are you guys doing and we're like uh, no, he didn't say anything. Oh, yeah, no. It's it was friend. like his bodyguard, his son or something. I was like, <laughs> yeah, what are you guys he's... doing? We're like, no, we talked to you. We thought he was going to kick us out for yeah. filming. I didn't even realize I was sitting on the front of the golf cart. Yeah, he's like hanging out the golf cart. And he's like, I'm we like, talked no, to we're you. Go we're good, man. We're good. <laughs> and then they just go, all right. Woo! And, and they turn around away. and drove away. I was like, all right, cool. All right. I, thought, I thought he was going to be like upset that we were hanging out the front of the golf cart. He wasn't, but I thought he was. Just wondering be. if we are the guys filming with the film gear. Yeah. But that was, yeah, that was, there's a ton of. I think that is my like favorite that. sequence is the golf cart or the golfing the sequence. The montage. Yeah. I really like it. The music turned the music's out great. The music's so fun. Yeah. Our composer dipped on us last minute yeah. without like any notice. So we just, I just figured it out on my own and it turned out honestly, I think yeah. as good as I could I have wanted anyway. So that I think the music you found was perfect. I think it fits. That yeah. jazz. It took a while to kind of get that jazzy feel, which is kind of like the Wes Anderson yeah. Bottle Rocket feel, which Bottle Rocket's a Wes Anderson short yeah. that he created when he was like 21 or something. Uh, yeah, he was pretty young. I think he was, he was like in, I know he's like in college. Um, I don't, that doesn't even matter right now. That's the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Bottle Rocket inspired. But kind of diving back into, because a director is, the way I think of it as is, the cinematographer makes it look good. The director yeah. is what to focus on 
in what we want to see. So like if we were, if someone was filming Sam and I talking right now and I was the director, I would point out, I want to focus on Sam. Yeah. Maybe we could kind of give it, the cinematographer knows like, okay, we want to focus on Sam. Here's how that communication line is. Should we go closer? Should we go away? So being a director and a cinematographer, there's no... It's yeah, like, and with a director, you're also telling the actors what they should be doing in the yeah, scene. Yeah, because you're kind of... Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. The director really has the... Obviously, the director's directing, and they're in charge of the production. <laughs> it's so hard sometimes to describe a director without saying... Yeah, w- putting in direction with it. Because I guess direction... I mean, it's like giving pointers what you should do, yeah. you could say. Um, yeah. I, as the director, if like I was directing two people talking right here, just me as some random, me as uh, John Smith, John Smith, <laughs> I'd be like, Sam, I want you to focus on blah, blah, blah while you're doing it. Kind of let the actors breathe. That was another thing. I've worked with, I know how to direct Sam more than anyone else in the world because <laughs> I've worked with Sam and been doing it for so long. Yeah. And we've worked together doing stuff and always kind of filled in a little bit of the director role of like, this is like just running on pure ideas and instinct. Yeah. Um, and so I know like what Sam's going for and Sam also knows what I'm going for, but you played, so you were an actor and producer. I was, yes. And what role, cause on set it's tricky with a small cast. Yeah. You are not filling the role of producer as laying back, making sure like, yeah. like kind of what Reef did of like, okay, I'm going to do the footage, make sure everything's smooth. You were acting. Yeah, so you really can't, as an actor, focus on no. what's going on behind the camera while you're in front of the camera. What was some of the things that you felt like you did well during the movie as an actor and as like your skill tree of stuff? Like, If you were to say, like, my best skill at acting is improv, which I would argue is very good. If you know the are you going to tip scene, which is yeah. like by far, I think, the funniest scene. I think that is very funny. Which is an improv. Obviously, like improv can be like, hey, I think you should say this yeah. or whatever. But delivery on improv and being natural, I think that's definitely a top. But what are kind of the things that you feel like you're good at and you did good or bad in the movie? Okay. I'll run with the acting. I'm going to say first something I hated. The shot I hate. Not the shot, but... Mm. (laughs) Bro, I'm right here. (laughs) No, so I hate my delivery of the line when I squat down at the hole and Ray says, "How uh, how many strokes was that? Or he says, how many hits was that? to get to the hole and I go I don't know I lost count the delivery of that line makes me like cringe every time I watch it which I don't necessarily cringe and that's also on the director right a little like how well, much I don't know because I think that's how just, much would you put on the director and I actor? wouldn't say because you said you didn't notice it yeah. and I think that that could be just okay it's normal yeah but for me I think I could have done it better and I think that like you can't know that like especially at this stage of like actually focusing on real acting Reacting because that could acting. be a producer thing. You hear like, yeah. let's say John Smith is doing your acting. Wait, was it John Smith? Yeah, John Smith. And which I want to say John Snow every time I need to say that. Because Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, as a producer, you could notice that too. It'd be like, <laughs> dang it, <laughs> we just put five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't need to know that, but that's why we're giggling like little girls. <laughs> okay, back at it. But um, that's where I want to see. I'm so excited for is when Sam's behind yeah. the camera too, and we also like, can't use like I would. I think I would love to act um, more, and I've thought about even like listing myself as an actor on like websites to see if I could even try out acting in other situations. Um, but we can't use me as an actor every time. It's got to be someone different. It's got to be. It's got to be different. It's got to be have some like 
some diversity in like age anything it just can't just be yeah the same 20 year old like wait sam was a gangster and he's this guy and he's <laughs> yeah. this guy it's like it's, it's just really hard too yeah especially like new stories it's like okay if sam's always in this it's time. always gonna feel like a suka yeah like gimmick yeah in my mind or whatever and i didn't want to lead you off the path of now that's something you did bad. Where do you think your strengths was? That was just one instance. Yeah, maybe that, there's so, maybe you have like a list of like fifty thousand negative things you did. <laughs> so I think that um, timing is a big thing, and I think I could have worked on that a little bit more, like with delivery of the lines, not like rushing it and like taking it like a real conversation. Like when you're talking to someone, you're not like boom, 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 boom. You take time and you like pause and you have natural pauses in your cadence. It's not just all boom, boom, boom. You're not coming out with like constant words i mean occasionally it is but like in a natural conversation there's pauses there's stumbles so i think natural dialogue um i would love to work on and i think i can work on that a lot um just having like a natural conversation and making it feel real and not like a forced thing um which i don't know how to do that yet but i'd love to learn how something i think i i think improv i do well, because that's literally what we have done for the Forever. past 18 years is just improv with each other. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's very natural, especially here. with me behind the camera. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, when we're in scenes together, our improv is yeah. perfect. I'd yeah, say. we have a good... It honestly goes too long every time. Yeah, There's we, no stopping. Point. We just go for so long. If like, it's, co- I mean, I don't. we haven't really tried anything but comedy. And this was yeah. a comedy movie, which Sam is extremely funny, so of course he fits into <laughs> the, the comedic route. Yeah, I think, like... I don't want to like I hate like hyping myself up but like there's some lines that are very funny that have like that came from improv and it wasn't just me improving like um Luke's dad Mark he was there and like he he was the one that influenced like the tipping scene and he said hey like tell him to tip and that's super funny and that's like a lot of people's favorite lines just because he's just such a jerk for that line you just hey don't forget to tip it's just it's so funny no one would do that in real life and like you're just like that's what in the world that sucks. Yeah. So it's just like, that's so fun. And that's one of my favorite things to do in acting too, is like the improv, the improv part. Like it's fun to like do your lines and like it, it's fun to execute the like story that you know and like memorizing the lines. That's fun. Um, just cause it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a game of tennis. You're like just bouncing back and forth. And then the and, yeah. spike is kind of that. I mean, that's like another thing. If you're a writer or whatever, you need to write a really good script and just trust that there will be improv that yeah. happens spontaneous, spont- Spon- spontaneously. Spontaneously. There you go. <laughs> that would have been real roadblock for me. <laughs> <laughs> but spontaneous improv. Yeah. You cannot leave you can't, spaces for yeah. improv. If you go, okay, we're going to talk about going to rob your grandpa. All right, do it. And then leave it. No, not even. I'm not even saying that. Like, all right, this dialogue's going to be filled in, like, back and forth, back and yeah. forth. And then we literally have re- done this before. We'll leave a space. Improv here. Yeah. What if we don't <laughs> feel like improv? Yeah, because improv is very in the moment. <laughs> yeah. And you feel it. You're like, okay, this feels natural to do here. It's not just like, go. It's okay, like, improv. Uh, okay. Um, I, uh, uh, I'm going to tip Jaws. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I also want to say something that's really fun. Completely sidetracked, but... Jaws. Um, they're talking about Jaws in the first con- or the cafe or first the cafe. diner scene, and the final line. Um, and you wouldn't know this unless you were a super diehard Spielberg or Jaws fan. The last line of dialogue in the whole film is the last line of dialogue. In oh yeah, Jaws. the second yeah, di- yeah yeah. 
So that's very fun. And that's uh, Mark. Because they talk about Jaws at the start. Yeah. And then Mark, my dad. My dad. <laughs> I was about to say my bro, but I was like, that doesn't make sense. My bro. He, uh, made, we made sure we did that right, which is like, that's what makes movies I love really that. fun. So now if you go back, now I encourage you to rewatch the movie after yeah. finishing this episode and look for what we're pointing yeah. out. Now, this is acting. And yeah. we're going to be mixing in, this could be a longer episode, we're going to be mixing in a lot of different stuff yeah. from these different perspectives we have. There's The thing about doing short films as a young filmmaker you're doing a lot of roles. Oh, yeah. So you're learning a lot of roles, and there's a lot that you learn each step. Like, with this is I, this is technically like three, the third one, just like such big steps each time, and you're learning such big like things about each role, and you have so many roles under your belt, so you're learning so much each time. That's what we're here to tell you about. We're here and to now tell you about they're what like more locked down of learning. Like Sam and I were talking about earlier, this is a little bit for American Dreamers. Don't worry. We'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> um, we were talking like, hey, we should just do some like, okay, you're going to be a producer for films. What if we just try to do that somewhat yeah. in the commercial world? Mm-hmm. This is totally a thing producers yeah. do for commercial projects of like, hey, I'm doing this documentary for this football team. Sam, you should do. Hey, reach out to some companies. Let me know. Yeah. Hire me on at like hire me on yeah. as a cinematographer, director, whatever you're looking for as like wait a minute, we don't need to do all the things. Like, think about how good you're getting, like these skills you learned of talking to the new, and that's what- Call the, guy. The call, <laughs> the call guy. But it's more, it's too of like, you can't just be a call guy and be a just absolute jerk. <laughs> just call ABC for Give us an interview. <laughs> Give us an interview now. <laughs> that doesn't I mean, work. Yeah. I mean, probably not. <laughs> maybe, maybe people are just impressed by that. And I think this call guy is the 1%. Yeah, no, I don't think- No one wants to call ever. I, right here. <laughs> I'm like, please be my producer. I do not want to call anyone. I, I hate, like. I, I don't like, know. I don't love texting, and I don't love emailing. I like to call because I which can. I can schmooze. Older people. Yeah, we call it the schmooze. Hey, this is what we were like. Hey, can you schmooze them so we can land this? And Sam's like, don't worry, I'll schmooze. That's literally what we said about the. Yeah. Hey, the schmooze worked. The schmooze worked. Which is a huge like, all that stuff doesn't happen without Sam. The Herald Palladium, which, I don't think they're even gonna do. Yeah, I I would really hope that they could respond. Maybe. <laughs> I didn't mean that like that, but I would hope that they would want to cover the story. Well, yeah, but I don't it's because if we're, I think it's hard for them if it's not actively happening yeah. and if they've already done it. Yeah. Especially now that like football's starting for yeah. high school stuff. I and know that's, that's like the front thing. page every day. Yeah, it's like the football. <laughs> but we'll figure it out. Um, but back to American Dreamers. Yeah. Now, you're kind of running out of big producer things to start doing i yeah. mean there's little now it's going to turn into like how can i manage yeah like you're going to be top producer of like if we work with the two other people like we have some other people we want to bring in because film's about collaboration yeah. which films, we need to do more of. there's so many like there's producer but then there's like associate producer executive producer yeah like people there's, funding the yeah movie, there's so many things that can go under the producer tag that the main producer can then hold like hold owner not ownership but like management over and they're like all right because now it's just about um deliberating tasks yeah that's okay right. yeah deliberating giving, tasks. giving tasks yeah giving well. tasks you don't want to be all smart <laughs> um and that'll be you're gonna have to probably that's gonna be that's a gonna huge be a big, focus yeah. thing and i think the only other thing i feel like the biggest thing we need to learn is just the constant communication yeah of knowing like okay you emailed someone today cool thank just yeah let, just keeping in the loop yeah because that was a big thing and maybe that's necessarily like thinking about it doesn't it's just also like a positivity booster yeah. Like knowing, hey, I'm in. I'm talking to so and so. That makes my day. Yeah, 
completely. And I hope like the edit's going well. I know that excites you as well. Yeah. Um, but just kind of like, how can we have that constant communication yeah. line of like, and maybe that's literally just attach me to the email. Yeah. Because then that it's an easy way to like whatever. Um, and then you can just see exactly what's going on. Yeah, because then it helps like, of like. And even if you don't look, you're just like, okay, that's an email that was sent. Yeah, because there's like things as like being a, the director of that and Suga's like, okay, this is what I really want it to be looked at. Yeah. And kind of the main vision. And that's hard for you to know exactly, even if we've talked about yeah. it or have it set up of like, let me just see here if that can be fixed or changed to be a little bit more like. Yeah how kind of the original vision was. Um, but I want to jump into, so there was, we shot four different locations. I want to talk about what it was like in those four locations. Day yeah. one. We're Day with, one was um, farm we're, and Bert, or no, Bert's, um, golf. Yep. Did we, wait, we shot. Um, we did the scenes with Scott at the farm. The did first we day. Did we shoot the night of, we shot, um, yeah, we didn't shoot no, that night. That was yeah, hot, yeah, remember? Yeah. We were exhausted. So we were with, um, it was just Ray, Scott, Sam, and I. And we shot out in the farm, and it was so hot. It might have been 90. Brought it the was... drone. Now, the drone shot, I don't like the look of it, totally. I think that's because we shot in automatic. Yeah. And Sam's our aviator. <laughs> he was aviator. acting, so I don't completely know how to be fully smooth. It was a little windy. Yeah. Okay? It was a little windy, okay? <laughs> um. And also, I didn't like the transition. That's something as a filmmaker, I need to get way better at. I need to learn how to transition a scene from A to B. Because I rely on the audio transition fully. Whether it's talking starting early, the when you're ambience saying, rising. When you're saying the transition, do you mean shot to shot? Or what do you mean by the transition? It could be shot to shot, but it really I'm saying the end of the scene to the start okay. of the next yeah. scene. So like the transition, there's a little bit of a transition between... Now, maybe it works... And isn't as important, but for me, I'm like, sometimes, I mean, I like, it's kind of, Akara Kurosawa kind of had this style of, he would start on a static frame, use ton of movement, and end on a static frame, and he would do that, and he had such a full sound, they call it in film, of like, he did that every time. So you know when it's a static, you're going towards the end. It also yeah. is a way for people mentally to be a, the static shot lets people take in what's happening. The movement makes them feel what's happening is what I like to think of it. And if you're sitting there right now, you're like, I that's going to ruin movies for me. Yes, it will. Because <laughs> the whole time I'm like, that didn't make me emotionally connected. Yeah. That wasn't static enough. That wasn't that's something enough. that we struggle with in movies. We're like... This is so bad. This is pathetic. <laughs> and a lot of it is just Marvel movies, so they are yeah. bad and pathetic. But. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's a lot of little things. I'm not saying we could have inherently done better, but it's like there's a reason that stuff, like there's a reason Spielberg movies do well, and that's not just because they're really awesome. Yeah. It's because he, every time, is making you emotionally connected through movement. If yeah. I just sit here on a static shot of Sam versus a slow pan in, you're going to have a different feeling of that. Yeah, if you take out that movement in like E.T., you don't feel bad. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, maybe you still will because yeah. it's an awesome story. But Yeah, it's, yeah, that's true. And also, it's just more visually appealing to like it's have the movement. It's more interesting when there's a yeah, little it's more, bit of a... It's all about being cinematic and interesting, which I really want to buy a big dolly. That would be so fun. Imagine you pushing me around on the dolly. <laughs> I would With tie that, we would, that you would be the. I would want you to push. It would be so, <laughs> so funny because you would know wow. exactly. <laughs> it would be so funny. Just have, oh my gosh, just Sam, a little you, bit, a little bit. Put you on a rolling chair. Put you at the gimbal. Push you. Sam, forward. <laughs> Sam, okay, Sam, back. And that's the dream. That's the and dream that's right the there. That's the dream. 
<laughs> so we shot that, went to golf, and that was so hot. It was really Holy fun to cow. drive around the golf course yeah. in the blue sky. Oh my gosh, the sky that day was gorgeous. Well, there were some forest fires, and they were the smoke was, the yeah. fog was getting in here for a while. There was like three weeks of, or four of just <laughs> white bad sky. Aired... Sorrow's Grave was yeah. just all white skies, and that's disgusting. Yeah, it's... Blue skies are so, obviously. Oh, yeah. So for me, every time I see a blue sky recently, I'm like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These the blue are skies, crazy. The blue skies in the um, golf scenes are so nice. That blue is so vibrant. It just looks so good against, like... The rest of the stuff in the scene just adds so much vibrance. Adds <laughs> incredible vibrance. And then we shot um, the scenes where we are at your grandparents' house. When it starts to get dark, and now know why films end around nine. Yeah. Because when it gets dark. Yeah, day two was Dime Store in the house. Yeah. Dime Store is real easy. Yeah, Dime Store is we very We were quick. with. Ben and Jacob, love them both. They yeah. absolutely killed it. As And I want them to take f- more bigger roles. Yeah. But they were both the extras. Both did great. Um, and they, that was cool to feature people that were friends with yeah. like, in the movie of having like, just have this little could extras. be their, yeah, yeah, just have like, just add some, then they can see it. And, add some world around the yeah, people just so it it's not it, like an And empty like world. people passing by that like helps it feel so yeah. much more real. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, we shot at the farm, which was... It was fun, but it gets so dark, and it there's does. bugs. And yeah, so the, we shot basically two days in a row of the house. The first day, it was us breaking in um, yep. to the basement and like getting the safe and then running up the stairs, and that ended up taking a little bit longer than we thought it would, so we took a break then. And then the next day, we had like us driving, us And I want to talk house. about, before we jump right into that day, so there's one shot. I think I'm getting pretty good at the master static shot. Yeah, I like those. The light direction of light off on the flashlight, light on on the stairs, full light. I'm sorry, but that's awesome. That, I think so it looks. Good. Now that's not just me. That's just that's also luck, circumstance, location. That was really lucky location to have that look. Thankful, so thankful to Sam's grandparents. That was Thank you, awesome. Grandma, grandpa. To have Scott screaming. <laughs> Uh, he's so many takes. He's so loud. He's so I love loud. Scott. Scott, he you're can the get his best. voice so loud. He, yeah, he gets his voice. He gives up it all. There. Scott did amazing. They all did amazing. Eleanor did amazing playing yeah. kind of the character of, hey, you basically it's extremely hard to tell your girlfriend, hey, be a dick. Can you be um, stupid for me? Yeah, and to not be like, uh, <laughs> I don't think this, but can you? Yeah, I need you to be dumber. Be stu- I literally was like, can you be dumber? Can you act more clueless? Which, that's not easy. But she did and a really Ra- good job. Yeah, did a great job. And for Race, it's like, Race is a really smart yeah. person and doesn't act like this worried. I mean, maybe. Race had some worry. Race, I'm going to call. If Race actually probably doesn't even listen. This yeah, is hilarious. Race, race always messes with us. Maybe you are Race. Yeah, maybe. But anytime like someone would approach us, <laughs> shut down. Luke and I are like very, like in the moment, we're like, oh. <laughs> we're like, go. Well, <laughs> when Sam and I, yeah. We're very social. Like yeah. once someone starts talking to us, we are going to probably over talk. Yeah. But race doesn't want to talk shut down so hard. Like because he thought originally when we were doing the golf scenes and I was sitting in the golf cart, he thought they were going to kick us out. He got. He just went like this. We forgot our bags. Remember? Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. And we have Sam is literally. I'm telling you, a warrior. I'm like Sam. We need those bags. And Sam's like, I'm on it. <laughs> just go. I'm like get the stuff. I'm going. And then race Sam is like, just takes off to go get it. No hesitation. That's like. Like if I'm if you don't have Sam on your team, you are not going to have oh this warrior. <laughs> like I'm telling you, we need Graves Doug. No hesitation, gets it done. Like Sam is literally will get done anything in his power to do it. Which is like that is the ultimate producer mindset. 
which is why I told Sam, anything I'm doing, I want you a part of because you will make it A, easier, <laughs> B, more fun. Yeah, that's one thing is it just it's more fun to work together. And I guess just A and B, that's all you're worth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any more letters for you. <laughs> I was going to be C, let's see, load Sam B for C, cinematography. <laughs> But really, it's like, as a producer, you just have to want to do it. Yeah. And, like, most producers aren't... Sam will buy in 100% or 110%. Boom. A lot... <laughs> boom. Boom. When you're running out of things to say after I compliment you, <laughs> boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> that is pleasure. But, like, 110% committed to, okay, this needs to be done. I'm going to do it. And you could see in American Dreamers <laughs> of, like... I was like, Sam, can we please make this stuff happen? Sam's like... Oh, I'll schmooze. <laughs> I'll schmooze. Or, and now you didn't have to do as many physical, like, can you dig some holes? <laughs> that was so sweaty. I can't <laughs> yeah, lie. Farmer boy over here. <laughs> of, or even, like, my dad would go early. No hesitation. Sam drives the golf cart to go drop him off. <laughs> like, stuff like that of, like, a producer and actor don't need to do these things, but Sam's doing them. So, like, once oh, you gosh. take those away, how good could Sam be as an actor or as a producer? Which I am would really like to see. I would really want what? I don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> you don't have to say anything. You just sit there and look pretty, okay? <laughs> but if like, okay, we're on set, and this is why, now, I don't want you to hire my producer, baby, but <laughs> he's mine, okay? I'm not letting anyone, he's not for hire for you, okay? But he is, and you don't have to give him a lot of money. <laughs> of like, okay, Sam, we have to do this today. Um, and of like, okay, say, let's say Sam's going to be just an actor for the film. And saying, Sam, you don't need to worry about digging graves. You don't need to worry about when other people are getting here. You don't need to worry about if the camera and your gear's here. You just have to literally do your lines. Like, I think Sam is an A-list actor. Oh, Could gosh. do, I mean, obviously not yet. I would love to be an A-list actor. I'd love to be up there with Because uh, you just have to have an insane amount of practice. And Sam's only had me as a director. So, of course, he hasn't worked with anyone yeah. super high level. I mean... I'm pretty good, but not that good. <laughs> no, I've um, got to, after you're done with this, i got to go in. I'm not going to know what to say, so I'm going to keep going. <laughs> and, or the other side of, like, for American Dreamers, now, we, in the past, like, being honest, like, there was some, I had some worries in A Vendetta's Debt. There was some things we, like, forgot as, like, yeah. doing and having, and you owned up to them. And in that moment, I was like, I don't know, Sam missed some things here. I was like... I love working with Sam, and he gives that I'm 110% committed, but he's got to for not do, not saying I'm flawless and don't forget anything, but of being like, hey, Sam forgot some things here that kind of made it seem unprofessional. The next stuff, I mean, the next project was Sorrow's Grave 2. I had yeah. a little bit of shake. But then you look at here, like it was whew, perfect. And it I was a lot easier, I will say, because it's not it, 20 as, people. Yeah, that's a huge thing of yeah. like manage. But even like... It was the day after, like, Sorrow's Grave, we had a little bit of mix-up with, like, who was acting and script, and it's, like, the day after, except, like, that's another thing about Sam that's amazing. It's, like, if I make a mistake, I'm going to own up to it, and I'm going to be better the next day, which is, like, that is an insane trait to have of, like, <laughs> I'm going to own up to something I messed up on. Like, as a director, why in the world would I not work with Sam on every single thing I do? If he's going to be committed, he's going to work hard, he's going to get it done, and if something goes wrong, he's going to admit it and move on instead of be like... <laughs> so, for like American Dreamers, yes, it's smaller, but landing all these super hard things and opportunities is irreplaceable. So I just want to have you 
and I love you as an actor, but I want to have you with me behind the camera. Yeah. Because Sam... I mean, that's the ultimate dream is to be the producer. Yeah, to work together hand in hand and crafting these things of like... Sam also has an insane skill of like the older brother mentality to me of like, especially like even diving away from American Dreamers. Like, oh, we're filming the podcast and I get home from something and I'm drained or I just edit a ton. Sam will just set up (laughs) and let me... (laughs) Now, this might make me look Uh... horrible. So like... Having someone that's going to watch your back and not let like I'm I think the dynamic will be first of all hilarious and fun of like don't talk to Luke right now he's busy <laughs> of like That'll this protect it's like a protective shield around so I'm super excited for like these next projects I'm like I don't want Sam to act <laughs> I don't want Sam to act because I want him be with me ready to go so like hey can you hold the script and make sure we're on task and help me do these things and Sam's like. Of course I'm doing it because I'm 110% beast. <laughs> so in American Dreamers, Sam was that exact thing. And I don't think the producer gets enough light of not literally. That's the 1% of producers will do. Now, I'm also in a circumstance. Sam will care about what I'm doing a lot more than any other director because we're best friends and yeah. have this kind of connection of working together. Kind of. Kind so of it's friends. kind of. <laughs> kind of work. I'm just talking a lot about Sam. Sam, you know what? Don't question me right now, okay? Of working together. So that's just a little light on Sam. Diving back into American Dreamers. The final action scene. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I cannot just take 15 minutes of praise and then not come back. Edit it out, boy. <laughs> My hands are so sweaty. I can't lie. <laughs> One second. I want to touch on this. We're currently drinking a drink called Full Throttle. Drinking or spilling on yourself because you're laughing. Whatever you want (laughs) to... Okay. Uh, Thank you, Luke. That was very You don't have to match it, Sam. We can go back. Uh, No. You won't make it look bad. I want to match you. You know I want to match you. I know you do. (laughs) I know what you're going to do no matter what. (laughs) I think that... It's hard to to think after that. Yeah, what are you going to say? Mind blushing. It's called the Luke Ramble. I can go forever. Okay? <laughs> That's the magical thing about Luke. I w- that was one of the things he killed the questions on the news. Oh, which, <laughs> yeah, that was... Hey, Biggest gulp job. of my life. Well, I want to touch on this very quickly. Actually, no, I won't. I won't. It, just, it was very nerve-wracking. No, it wasn't news. even her fault. You can no, touch on it. No, it was not her fault at all. She no, did, I'm yeah. just saying for next episode. Oh, yeah. That's what we'll talk about. Yeah, there's a little... But she... Luke goes really quick. Luke goes... Hey, can we have the questions beforehand just so we can kind of like think about them? She goes, yeah, I've got them right. All right, we're going to be alive in 10 seconds. And I was like, Goo! <laughs> Gulp. <laughs> so then she did. driving right into the American dream. And I was like, yeah, Sam, that was a funny thing. Sam, one of the most smiley people. If you look in the background. I'm s- I was so nervous. I couldn't. I can't lie. It's <laughs> like all life would suck. During the entire time, I was like, smile, smile. It's like. I mean, now you should see me. I'm like looking at the light. I'm so one of the t- times I just go. Ah. <laughs> this is for the next. We got yeah, 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 yeah. But that was super nerve wracking. But Luke killed the questions through the pressure and without knowing what the questions were really going to be. But so I've said it a thousand times, and I've said that a thousand times. Oh, geez. Luke's the director. He's the. He's him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Luke is genuinely one thousand percent. A director that will go down in history, and I know that for a fact. Oh god! <laughs> but I mean, like, first off, got chills. <laughs> but I know for a fact, without a shadow of a doubt in my mind, 
Luke's going to be a director. He's going to be in this realm for history for hundreds of years to be recognized as a name of great. Can I say same thoughts gonna be that? <laughs> but I'm so serious. I know that that's going to happen. He's got such a drive and such a like just want for not only to succeed but just to create. <laughs> It's hard to sit in the other seat. Yeah, isn't it? it is <laughs> getting sweaty. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, but I'm I'm so genuine when I say I know for a fact that this is not a five year stunt. This is a thousand year journey. <laughs> I'm gonna live to a thousand. <laughs> this no, doesn't pick up on anything you're saying. Bro, the knows. name Luke Ring. First off, the name Ring. Can we? We've never talked about that. Ring is so cool, and I know you don't There's think that. Luke. I know, but you're not. That's not gonna come into play at all once you're there. He's he comes up first before me. Yeah, sometimes. right now he does. Not five, two years. You're gonna. I just want my name him. back. Super Productions, get out of here first off. Yeah, there's another Super Productions. We're yeah. considering a name change to something a little it's keeping Suka something different. Yeah, so that would be just awesome. a little spoiler. <laughs> but during this film, it, I want to see Luke in that just the director's chair. And but I love shooting. I know you love shooting, but I think like once you find that person that you're willing to give the control to, I think that director position you will be it will be such a game change when you can focus on exactly what the not just the story but what is going on visually. You see, okay, that's how I like it. I just need him to do these things. I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on the people. I want to make sure that the storytelling is right in them and not just the visual. I think that. You know so much about it right now because you've done so much hard work already. I like a car here so a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, you've learned so much stuff about, like, directing and cinematography. And I think you ca- you are giving so much effort. But at some point, you're, like, limited because you're doing so many things at once. I want to see you uh-huh. 100% in that role because I think that would be – you would just be such a – Forced to be reckoned with in this, in that chair, Fine, in that I will jolly say. chair. I want you to be that Steven Spielberg in, uh, jo- or not? I almost said Jaws. I meant Jurassic Park when he's sitting there. Okay, I that. love that behind the scenes. I know. Clip. Oh, I, I'm we such both a sucker that. for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he knows me. But, <laughs> but I mean, like, Luke's not going to be the next Spielberg. He's going to be the next Luke Ring because you can't be the next Luke Ring. You can only be Luke Ring when you're Luke Ring. That hits deep. <laughs> Realize, realize, realize. (laughs) But I mean, there's so many things on the film set that I love that you do. You make it, you keep it light, but you know you have a switch and you go, okay, it's got to happen. Like you're you're like laughing, laughing. All right, we need to start focusing. Ha ha ha. It's time to go. (laughs) It's time to go. That's what it looks like on set if you're not there. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Knock, knock, hoot. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean like in overcoming circumstances in the moment you've become so good at that because that's come up so much like heat the camera's overheating all right we just need to take a couple time a couple seconds let's work on this, the choreography of the scene then we'll go it's you're very efficient as well <laughs> oh, that feels great <laughs> but i mean like in you're still learning which like already at this stage i would say you know and you're probably better than like 90% of directors. <laughs> and I'm willing to say that. Oh, God. 
I'm you can write me down and quote me on saying that episode 45 of the podcast quote me on saying that Luke is better director and will be a better director than 100% of other directors because he'll be the <laughs> wow, one. Wow, my reactions right now are just not normal. <laughs> but I mean like even outside of filmmaking, Luke has a dedication to whatever he does. It's not just filmmaking. Luke has a passion. That is like unmatchable. I don't know what it is about him. It's like just want to curl up and hide. <laughs> <laughs> it, there's a thing about him. It's mindset, or I don't know where it comes from. What it, why it's there, but he's a killer. I was raised by wolves. <laughs> I have something to Mark tell. Mark and are wolves. <laughs> they transformed when I was young. <laughs> but I mean, like basketball could have gone to college. Relationship. He's a God relationship burger. <laughs> and that's actually it. Because <laughs> I only do three things. No. And then, like, even, like, I remember when we were kids, video games, you would, like, like Splatoon. <laughs> crazy reference. I just brought a like, Splatoon reference. That is crazy. <laughs> that is a crazy <laughs> reference. <laughs> but, I mean, like, he would put in hours because he didn't want people to be better than him. He wants to be the best at what he's doing, and it doesn't stop at filmmaking. It doesn't stop at anything he does. He wants to be the best, and he wants to learn doesn't matter what it is he wants to be the best at what he can what he's doing and it can be like washing a car you just he wants to be the best and he'll he will be if he puts his mind to it and he always does put his mind to it he doesn't have that 100% mentality he's got that 135,000% but all right we're at like 50 minutes. I'm going to, I could go on for 55. Hours. Yeah. We, that's 10 yeah. minutes. Get off your, come on, stop complimenting this really cool guy. It sounds oh, like you're talking sexy. about him. Oh, he's sexy. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Thank All you, right. Sam. But I mean, that's something I think is good is for us to say what we really appreciate about Luke, as. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too, Sam. <laughs> that's something good to say, especially who you're working with is let them know that you appreciate working with them. Now, if you don't, you can lie. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. But of letting like, Hey, and it's, I think it's also like keeping each other in check, yeah. which is like, you're not hitting what you're supposed to be doing and knowing like, what can I do to like help you get there yeah. or, and I think you could push me more. Yeah, there. I think so too. Now I think I already put myself on a rigorous schedule. <laughs> yeah, of, so it's hard to go, Hey, do this too. <laughs> so I think you got, and I'm also super like. Uh, I'm already doing it. what I'm supposed to say, don't tell me what to do <laughs> in my head, which I think you know. Yeah. So it's like, eh, I'm just going to let that be. <laughs> and I think that's where we can benefit is, and I think like, especially like, I don't want to say a ton, but when like we were in those low spots of bouncing back and saying, let's be positive, let's yeah. do this, let's figure it out, let's work together, let's find what where we can be best. And American Dreamers is the product of that. Yeah, I think so. And the so. next productions are going to be a product of us improving, yeah. us working together, and us figuring it out. And there's we've even from this we've learned, and I feel like we did it not flawlessly, not like, but it was smooth, and it was like levels ahead of what we've been doing. Like having such cool locations was awesome. Having just beautiful shots that was awesome. Having a great script that was like perfected in like exactly how it that's was envisioned. a big thing yeah the script was done yeah having a script that's not done is a war path yeah that is a it's a- having the script taking the time to have it done is huge now now as so you were basically um production coordinator yeah and producer and actor but as the production coordinator and i don't know if there's any 
because we talked about maybe just communicating more as a producer. Yeah. Was there anything as a production coordinator you wish you would do more? Um, I think I could have done... There was one hiccup during it, and that was uh, miscommunication between us about Burt's. Oh. Um, <laughs> My stomach just made the loudest noise ever. <laughs> I didn't hear it. <laughs> oh, I just thought everyone just heard that. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like... Luke had thought we had a set day that we were doing it. Oh, yeah, that was... Um, and it had caused a lot of stress for you because all of a sudden they go, here's the day we're actually doing it. Um, and it were, nothing happened. Yeah, it was no. just It was going to work smooth. It was just thinking, like... Because I was telling my dad what we thought we yeah. were shooting, of just having a very clear yes and no, of, like, it's happening to me meant, like, with this day, but to Sam it meant this, and we just didn't communicate yeah. on what it's happening me- meant fully. yeah. So having like this is when we're doing it, very black and white. Of there's no other projects unless it's a main film or side. Like yeah. that's kind of like we talked about. We're not good YouTubers at all. We're no. horrible YouTubers. We're getting way better at filmmaking. We're not trying. to If be YouTubers. we wanted to be YouTubers, we, we could, could do it. We don't want to be YouTubers. We, we want to be, be filmmakers. Like we're like we could post. Like we were shooting the other day a Men in Black short film, and it would have been fun. But it would have been fun. It would have brought views. It would have been great. But mentally, it's like it's like, it's like okay. My dad always tells me, don't spread yourself too thin. Yes, you could do this. Yes, you could have like a tech YouTube channel yeah. as well. But what's the point if in five years you want to be a full-time yeah. making features? It's like, you're right. I want to make this next film even better. If that means I'm going to sit and write and have like a polished script and that takes me a month of, okay, looks like I'm a writer for a month. Yeah. Okay. Like for The Pit and the Pendulum, I'm going to make sure that script is per. I think that's, we got to do that. Yeah. We were going to so. work with Sam, someone that he knows from high school, or knew from high school, um, that's going to make us a sweet prop. Yeah. Which, that's a huge thing of like, okay, you can already start to think, we're going to work with some other people for that too. Yeah. Of like, okay, who can we find to act? Who can we find and more for and loco- more, location stuff? People are starting to like, when they see the newspaper, the news, they're like, oh, wow. This is something. They're like, I knew him. I want to reach out. I'm doing blank. I'd love I to wonder help. it would be so cool if I could maybe like be a part of it a little bit. I think more and more I mean not think. People are have been reaching out more and been like Oh yeah. I'd love I to give you this. money. I'd I, love to do yeah. this or whatever. And that's like okay, if we make a Will Smith, what are we telling those people? Yeah. What are we telling the people that are excited about what we're making? We always bring up Sam Davis, our friend in California, <laughs> um who makes short films and we're like would he make a YouTube video? Probably not. Okay. That's a good guide. We're not trying to be him. We're doing something different. We're growing a brand, but that's not our path. Yeah. And you know where we're going to talk about our path. Oh, yeah. It's here, Saturday at 7 a.m. This is the Secrets of American Dreamers. Next week, we're going to be talking about the news interview, the which news interview. that will be a very fun topic yeah, to talk about. because we're going to go, it's a little nerve-wracking. Maybe we even have Scott on. That would be fun. Maybe we'll have Scott yeah, on maybe next we'll, week. Maybe we'll bring Scott back in. He... That was so fun to have. We him should there. bring him. We'll bring yeah. him back next yeah. week if he can make it. Thank you guys for watching. Have a beautiful rest of your day. See you next week, Saturday, 7 a.m.